On this episode of the podcast, we ask E.L. James. Marketers ruin everything. Welcome to the Everything is Marketing Podcast. What I don't want to do is to pretend this is show number one. What would the hero of your life's movie do right now? Do that. Do those things. What up? It is the Everything is Marketing Podcast. My name is Eric Hulkerin, and today we're going to talk a little bit about one of my favorite subjects, about not being able to own a hashtag. If you missed this on, this would have been Monday, uh, E.L. James went on Twitter because her publicist said that would be a really good idea. So she went on Twitter uh, to ask answer uh, fans' questions, and the hashtag was Ask E.L. James. And as normally with Twitter, it starts out pretty slowly and pretty innocuously as people are asking normal stories, their normal questions, I should say, about like how long did it take you to write the story and what was the nexus of creating the character of Christian Grey and blah, 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 blah. However, let's remember that this is on Twitter. So uh, immediately it becomes things like uh, this question. Did you know how to read when you wrote Fifty Shades of... I'm not going to get through this without laughing because I just think this is... I mean, it's brutal, but... These people on Twitter, they're good at the snark. Uh, Did you know how to read when you wrote Fifty Shades of Grey? How about this one? After the success of Grey, have you considered retelling the story from the perspective of somebody who can actually write? And then there was a ton of uh, questions about Ramsay Bolton. So if you're a Game of Thrones fan, you know what I'm talking about. If you're not, there was a pretty terrible rape scene in that show on HBO this uh, season, and people are kind of all up in arms in it. But they were making some apt comparisons between Christian Grey and Ramsay Bolton, and some that I think E.L. James probably doesn't want them to make. Um, Here's the thing. Right. This is not feel sorry for E.L. James because, number one, it's terrible what the Internet can do to you. But it's also terrible what the Internet can do to you when you don't know what the Internet can do to you. Whoever E.L. James publicist is or the PR firm is, they should likely um, take a good dark look in the mirror this week and go, hmm, that was really not very bright. Because what did you think was going to happen? I say this, about 877 other marketing experts in the social media space will tell you that you can't own a hashtag. And what does that mean? Well, that means just because you put a number sign in front of a bunch of letters or numbers, that doesn't mean people can't just hijack it that they did in the case of of this particular thing. So when you're beginning to plan your marketing campaign, you need to A, consider what the hashtag stands for. I mean, there's been case study after case study after case study. Domino's Pizza, or sorry, DiGiorno actually got in trouble for uh, using the hashtag why I stay. And it was actually a domestic violence hashtag. They weren't paying attention, trying to turn it into a native pizza ad and got in trouble for that. You cannot own a hashtag and you need to do some homework before you use said hashtag. And then while you're using a hashtag, you need to understand where you're using the hashtag. When you're on Twitter, this is actually um, more often than not what's going to happen to an AMA when you have something that's controversial. And let's be honest, Fifty Shades of Grey, it's easy to make fun of because it's... um, well, it's, I mean, it's Pulp Fiction romance stuff. It's easy to make fun of that. But at the, the crux of it is it's a three-book, now four-book series, essentially saying it's okay for you to be in an abusive relationship as long as you're, quote-unquote, into it. And these are not my words. These are words that are coming out of critics that have actually taken time to read the book. And um, if you're going to go on Twitter and have an AMA that people can ask you questions about your book, of course you're going to get asked questions about the abusive relationship of Christian Grey and what he does to her over the course of, of three books and whether or not that's acceptable. And here's how you combat that. You prepare for that. You have a discussion and go, okay, we're going to go on Twitter and we're going to do this AMA, this Ask Yale James Twitter hashtag, and here's how we're going to respond to people that 
ask us really uncomfortable questions because they're going to. And you have a plan. And as a PR firm, that's, uh, I don't know, your job to have that plan so that you don't do things like block everybody, which is what they started doing. Um, and that doesn't stop people from searching the hashtag. So even if EL James blocks a particular person, they still use the hashtag and show up in the search when people search ask EL James. And now they see that you're blocking people that either you have a hard time dealing with or you don't want to answer their questions. And funny or not, snarky or not, um, some of these were spot on actual questions. Um, you know, like there's one person that they blocked that said, seriously, why did you ignore and then block me when I told you I was a survivor and suggested that maybe you donate to an abusive charity or a charity that, you know, helps support people who have been in abusive relationships. That seems to me like, I'm, I'm not looking at the whole conversation, but that tweet seems to me like it grants an actual response, a serious response, a response from, I don't know, a PR firm who said, Hey, this would be a really great idea. So, uh, a word of caution, I guess, if you're using hashtags. One, do research if you're using one and you don't know if anybody else has used it. Two, if you're going to use a hashtag that opens you up to questions, be prepared to answer hard questions, especially if you're doing things that are controversial or writing things that are controversial or producing things that are controversial. And three, um, make sure that your PR firm has your back and understands the platforms that they want to put you on. Because putting you on this platform, EL James, and I, I don't feel sorry for you because, look, you've sold 125 million copies, which is one out of every other American owns a copy of this book if you were going to do some quick math. Um, so I, you, you're fine. That said... Um, the, the vitriol that the internet can do in the echo chamber that is Twitter is something that I think a very special PR agency has to know how to navigate. And I actually think it's a great opportunity to convert some people and a great opportunity to listen. We talked about Snapchat listening and taking away the hold down uh, your thumb button so you can look at snaps, right? The, this is not the same level of, 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 of importance or, um, you know, the Snapchat taking away your thumb is not the same as domestic abuse. That's not what I'm saying or any sort of abuse. I'm saying that, you know, they listen to their customers and they changed the platform. They weren't in love with what they were doing. If you feel like maybe you should have taken an opportunity to uh, make the world a better place with all the money that you made, maybe this is a place where you could start that platform or have that discussion and, and convert some people who are coming out of the gate trying to hate you and maybe turn them into people that might think one or two times before they, uh, you know, either make fun of your book or maybe they'll even buy your book if you start doing things that move um, people in a positive direction. Because, like I said, if you search the hashtag on Twitter, um, there are thousands of tweets that will keep you busy forever and ever and ever. And if you search the hashtag Ask EL James on Google, the articles will obviously get you to the uh, the <laughs> the best if you want to use that in quotes of uh, what happened on Monday. But in all seriousness, I think hashtags are something that you need to pay attention to. And in this age of social, when you're going to put your brand out there, if you're going to do an event and you're not paying attention to who is using the, the hashtag or how they're using the hashtag, you need to pause and take another look at that. And then have a backup plan for when people hijack it. And there are billions of case studies of, of um hashtags being hijacked. The uh, more famous one, I think is from 2012 or 13, when uh, McDonald's tried to do McD stories where they wanted to have people talk about things like the first time they took their kid to McDonald's. And instead, that spiraled into something talking about pink slime and what the food does to you and, and uh, a nightmare PR scenario that McDonald's didn't want to deal with. Again, because you didn't have a plan for if it went wrong. And I think you should take a minute when you're going to go on these platforms as a large brand 
or any brand and have a backup plan if this goes wrong. If something bad happens with your brand, to your brand, around your brand, what is the PR strategy? And who are those people in your corner that are PR experts that are going to help you navigate it? Check those things out. It's the Everything is Marketing Podcast. Have a great afternoon.